Hello, everybody, and welcome to the last episode of the season of the Riverdale Register. We really, we really want to hold this one off because it's tough to say goodbye. Aww. <laughs> Why did I lose my train of thought? Because you forgot your name. My name is Caitlin. And I'm John. And that is Stella. And this is Stella. Those pitter-patters that you hear are the tiny footsteps of a chihuahua puppy. Is she still a puppy? And she's like seven months, eight months. When do you not classify her as a puppy? When she stops being cute, which is never, never, right, Stella? She's, she's Stella's a- like, that seems like a challenge. Yeah, very. So seven <laughs> months, what are that in dog months? Uh. Yeah, she's a lot, but she's great. Anyway, Riverdale, am I right? I can't believe Kevin killed Jason Blossom, as we discovered last week. Is that still the hill you're going to die on? (laughs) Die on this hill. Kevin killed. You need to cool with the Kevin stuff. Clearly, they've moved on from that, and clearly, you were wrong. Also, clearly, next season's killer also will not be a teenager. So, looking more and more like Kevin every day. What is with you? (laughs) Why can't you accept these things as fact? I just. I had a better idea for who the killer was going to be, and now it's just ruined. And I think this episode dead on a hill. This episode proves that they had the much better plan in place. The aftermath Mm. of Kellen is Kevin. Mm, What was that? Kevin is way less interesting than the aftermath of Cliff Cliff Blossom. Is it though? Yeah, I disagree. Because the town trying to not. Put the spotlight in him, putting on the Southside Serpents, creating this class war scenario between the two sides, I the drug just, stuff, all hey. of these new elements that, that it throws into play are far more interesting than, oh man, the sheriff's kid killed a person. That'd be cool. That's though. really bad. What if Kevin was a secret Southside Serpent? What is... You gotta stop. <laughs> Fine, we'll move on to like the episode. You're just mad that they gave you the answer within one season instead of Pretty Little Liars keeping you going for seven years straight and you're still confused. Yeah, I'm not confused. And you're still able to theorize on stuff. That's so fun. That's all I ever want to do. You don't want answers? I do want answers, but I also want to think about them. So... Chapter 13 is called The Sweet Hereafter, and it's written by Roberto. Yeah, and his bow tie. Of course. You think the bow tie helps write it? Mm-hmm. Yeah? What, I think what do you the think, bow tie does write it. What do you think the bow tie is, like, writing writing skills are? What do, you, what do you think kind of scenes it likes to handle? I think one-on-one dramatic tension moments. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it just seems like a thing a bow tie would do. Huh. When I look up Riverdale on IMDb, the first cast members' names you see are Luke Perry and then Casey Cott, Aww, who, by the way, is Kevin. has been promoted to a series regular next season. Very exciting. And what of Luke Perry? Might have been demoted at the end of this season. <laughs> we don't know. I think he's dead. I hope he's dead. But I, I also Jesus think he's dead about it. What the? What is wrong with you? Oh, uh, because you hope he's dead. It's gonna make Archie so much more interesting. Oh. This was Archie's greatest episode. Yes. This episode was directed by Lee Toland Krieger. Which is quite a name. It's a good name. He has also directed... Degrassi and the Next Generation? No. Um, <sighs> stuff you might know. Uh, movie called... No, no, that's a short film. Uh, starring Alison Pill called Denise... Uh, Celeste and Jesse Forever, which had oh, Andy Samberg and Rashida Jones. Yeah, I like that one. A show called Happy Land. Uh, oh my god, Happy Land was cool. Oh, good, you know that one. 
It's on MTV. The Age of Adeline. Oh, I saw that. I cried. I cried so much. He did an episode of Beyond. I didn't watch it, but you did. He actually didn't know. I've seen part of the first episode. Yeah, it's more than I've seen. He did four episodes of Riverdale this season. Good for you. I don't remember talking about it at all, though. And he's going to be doing the, um, sorry, there's a fun thing. The Divergent series Ascendant, mm. which is, you know, the situation. Theater. Yeah, that's such a strange thing. That, where it's not going to be in theaters. It's going to be a TV can't... movie. That's so awkward. It just is. let it, just don't even do that. That's going to be. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. That's so much worse but than just taking the licks and moving on to, like, no, we have to finish it for the box sets. I, I don't think that's what it is. I think it's that um, they're doing, like, a backdoor pilot for a TV show. I don't think it's like a. We but must clearly, nobody it. wants that if the movies aren't selling tickets. I think that they just got so expensive. I liked the first one. I did not like. I didn't see any of the other ones. <laughs> nobody did. <laughs> In case you're not, yeah. That's why. I I thought it was. It was the greatest story, though. I kind of loved it. You would love it. You love shit. The like that. new story. Where they're not going to finish a film franchise because they didn't sell enough tickets in the last one. It's a great kind of wrench in that machine of all of these YA franchises forcing two movies out of that last yeah, one. Yeah, why? Harry Potter had... A reason. The breadth of story for that. Even Mockingjay, to mm. a degree. I wish the two parts felt more different from each other. I wish the second part had a lot more action going on in it than it ended up having, but... The first Mockingjay, pretty much nothing I, happened. But I liked it. It's a mood piece. So is the first... So is Deathly Hollows Part 1. I've never seen that. Really? I've never seen any of the Harry Potter movies. No, I'm kidding. I have, but I've never seen Deathly Hollows. Like, either part? Either one. Why? I just, like, missed the boat completely on it. And, like, I never... That's not how movies work. They're they're accessible forever. Well, like, everybody was going to see it, and I'm like, I don't really like midnight movies, and then everyone saw it, and then... You can see it at different times of the day. I know, but, like, if nobody else was going to see it, I don't know, I just didn't see it. I'm like, that's fine. I saw Fantastic Beasts and Where They Come From, or Find Them, or whatever it's called. I liked that. I thought it was cute. But I didn't see the last two Harry Potter movies. But I've been on the ride many times. And I actually went on the studio tour when I went in London. I've committed to the Harry Potter thing, okay? But you didn't watch the last two movies. I didn't watch movies. the last two movies. But and I you don't the want to watch the last two movies? No, I never said I didn't want to watch the last two movies. I said that I haven't watched the last two movies. But why haven't of, you still? I haven't like, been busy. I don't know. I got a full-time job. I got a dog. I started a podcast. I've been busy, John. You could watch them when you work out. No, I watch iZombie when I work out. We just talked about this. I just... This this doesn't make any sense to okay. me. Should we talk about that? Because if you're so committed to the brand, but you haven't watched the last two movies, <laughs> I it just doesn't make Potter, sense to me. I know what happens. They all die trying to destroy the Death Star. I know the end of the movie. <laughs> it's fine. Go on. So you want to change the subject, but also you don't remember how this episode of Riverdale starts, so you can't do it. You have to wait for me to do it. Betty, no, Betty's mom and Jughead have alternate ideas about what the newspaper 
situation is and she's writing about the serpent and he's like doing narration and that's what happens right actually they both are on exactly the same page as they sum up what's happening the narration just flits between one and the other should we go from there (laughs) sure so there's no previously on it just heads right into it and yeah uh jughead and alice together talk about how of course there isn't a maple syrup empire Cliff Blossom also makes his money from importing heroin within the maple syrup from Canada. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Canadian heroin. Uh, and selling it <laughs> out from Riverdale. So smart. And when Jason learned that that's what his dad was actually doing, he was like, ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run away. And Which I didn't Cliff really get. was like... Like, why would you run away? To not be a part of the heroin trade. But, like, it's all you know. No, he didn't know they were part of the heroin trade, and when he <laughs> yeah, found like, out, he wasn't on board. Yeah, I guess he had morals. So, so yeah, so, I guess it's, I guess and he has morals, right? That's the idea that Jason I guess like he had morals. <laughs> we don't know what Jason was like. <laughs> he's but, never spoken, he's, but he hates drugs. He hates them. He hates the heroin trade. <laughs> Heroin is very different than a lot of other drugs. Yeah, I guess so. I've never done heroin. Neither have I. But you assume that it's different from a lot of other drugs. <laughs> Google it. Okay. Holy shit, Caitlin. I'm sorry. Please delete this because it makes me sound like an asshole. Maybe I'll keep it in there. <laughs> no. I'll delete the line where you asked me to delete it. No, that's so mean. It's not like you check, you don't listen to the podcast. That's so. not true. That's not true. One time I didn't listen to the podcast and it was like a thing. So. This is why Cliff had his son abducted. This is why he had Mustang do it. It's why he killed Mustang. It's why he shot his son. To cover all of it up. But then when everything started to get out, because, and this is a quote for, straight from the show, he would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for a group of pesky kids. Get it. Do you do you get it? Yeah, it's like Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's That's when Cliff was apparently consumed by guilt and shame, just killed himself. Mm, I feel like the guy who like just shoots his son in cold blood doesn't get consumed by guilt and shame. You think someone killed Clifford Blossom? Fuck yeah. Also, Roberto even said that in an interview. He says, just a reminder that we didn't see Cliff hang himself. We saw Cliff hanging there. Who do you think would kill him? Uh, Penelope Blossom. How? Figuring. I don't know. She like. She's a goddamn wreck this whole episode. I think she, I think she killed him or had someone kill him. Who? She just pointed at the ceiling and had like a Southside serpent. Uh, string them up or something. Which serpent? I don't know. There's lots of serpents. I don't know. Somebody big and strong, John, who doesn't like Cliff Blossom. Well, it's time to start working on your rumor mill powers and think of someone. We'll do that at the end. So, Mary McCoy is apparently furious, uh, and she wants all the corruption in her town crushed. And this scene kind of sticks out to me for a weird reason, because it's like her and the sheriff arguing over a big old model of the town in a random hallway. <laughs> right in the middle of a hallway somewhere. Why would they... Wasn't that, wasn't that in her office? Why would they do this in a hallway? I don't know, but the mayor is barely in this show, so... She shows up when she needs to. Yeah. She's very pretty. Yeah. Everyone's really pretty in this I know, town. I just a saying. Just a saying. So, Sheriff Keller 
then goes to FP. Jughead's there, too, for some reason. Uh, and apparently this drug problem was on the south side, but mm. now it's crossing the tracks onto the north side? So there's North Riverdale? Riverdale? Yeah, I guess the south side is different than Riverdale. Is is it South Riverdale? Because they don't ever say it. They just refer to it as the south side. What if that's just the name of the town, like south side? That's a garbage town name. Yeah. And that's what I think. Uh, so he wants FP to name names. It'll get him a reduced sentence. Then he can, you know, be Jughead's dad. Yeah, because that's going to go well for everyone. I mean, I thought he was, he was doing all right. He could have. Uh, Would you rather Jughead not have any father at all? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. You are heartless. No, I mean, like, FP is not a great guy. He's like a raging alcoholic, which you can get He's not from. a raging alcoholic. He seems like a no, raging alcoholic. No, he's a sad alcoholic. alcoholic. I, I more meant that he's very much an alcoholic. Yeah. I mean, I can't argue with that. Yeah, which is fine. Like, it's, I mean, it's not. It's fine. It's not fine, but, you know, it's like he could get help. Like, I'm not saying that, but, like, he doesn't seem too keen on doing that. I think he wants to be better, and he was getting better. He was employed for a while. You mean, like, when he was covering up his... But was he covering up? Like, they say that, but how do you pull that... No, I'm sorry. I thought you meant, like, pretending he wasn't drunk. The part where he was covering up for the murder? Yeah, Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, I think he was covering that, and I think he was... Trying to get his act together so as to, like, throw off suspicion that he could have been involved. I guess. But he did legit want to get the family back together. Yeah. I don't know. He's always going to be Billy Loomis to me. I know. I know. You have a problem. Yeah. I think Billy Loomis did it. I think he killed Cliff Blossom. That Blossom family is dropping, like, flies. (laughs) Thank God they're getting two more Blossoms. two of them. Yeah. Well, thank God the twins are coming in, so it's like... Yeah, we think that now. We don't know if they're going to get born. I think that... No, they are. According I mean, maybe. to Roberto. But one, one's going to come out human, the other one's going to come out lizard alien thing. But it's just like... Like in, like in V. Just like... Yeah, so they're lizard people on that show, right? Like, they're all... We're way past that show. It's not relevant at all. Last of two seasons got canceled anyway. But it did have the pretty girl from Firefly. Yeah, wait, that's Laura Vanderbilt, right? No. Oh, but it did have Laura Vanderbilt. <laughs> it did have Lauren Vanderbilt. <laughs> I love Laura Vanderbilt. Marina Bakarin was the one I was talking oh, about. Oh, she's great. <laughs> yes. She's married to Ben McKenzie, right? Is she? I thought right. they were just on Gotham together. They're on Gotham and also engaged, actually. Ugh, that's so unfortunate. Why? Because Gotham's the worst. I enjoyed Gotham. It's you would. My dad really likes it. Gotham is so bad. Makes me angry. That was a fun show. Was. It's not gone yet. You know, it's, I mean, when I was, I don't watch it anymore. Um, you want to know something funny? Ben McKenzie and, what's her, what's her name? What's her name? The, the pretty girl that you were just talking about? You're not going to say it? Bakarin? Is that her last name? <laughs> Whatever, they were on an episode of The O.C. together, mm-hmm. and so when she arrives on the set of Gotham, he's like, hi, I'm Ben McKenzie, and she's like, yeah, I know, we've met before. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, it's very, like, awkward. These are on, like, two episodes, actually, of The O.C. She's like, yeah. But they overcame. That's a beautiful story. 
Yeah, I think that our uh, star rating is going to go down for these tangents. Really, what's your Uber rating? Mm, I don't drive Uber. No, no, no. As a passenger, you have a rating. Oh, I don't know. We're going to check later. Great. Okay. According to FP, his boys don't get into any of the hard stuff. They do, like, weed. And that's pretty much it. So, you're not going to name any names. Uh... Which makes me think of Veronica Mars. Remember in season two when Weevil was trying, like, he mm-hmm. thought the PCHers were like, no, we don't do that harder stuff. But there was a growing subsection of them that were, and there was like a yeah. coup within their ranks. That was a good show. And then Weevil trapped that one guy in like the arena as it was demolished. That was fucked up. <laughs> I didn't was watch that season again. I was like, that's what happened. Core. I like didn't really. The weirdest thing about that season that Tessa Thompson's in the show and like oh, isn't good in it. But, I know like, Tessa Thompson has been in a few things where her character's just been very annoying. Yeah. Oh, she was the worst in Veronica Mars. Yeah, she wasn't great in that show. It wasn't her fault though. It was just Jackie it was weird. Like, yeah, I liked how they took her character though. Well, where it like turned out right at the end that she was like a mom and stuff. Yeah, that that turned out like like that came out of nowhere. No, but I liked it because it kind of made sense when you like rewatched it and you realized that like Veronica had her number from the beginning and like her and Veronica were actually extremely similar. Yeah, and I well, that's why that. they never got on. Yeah, season one of that show is still like the best. I season really li- three has grown on me a great deal though. I really like season two. I think the bus accident is a more interesting mystery, but less personal. Uh, yeah, I guess that's personal. Yeah. Also, at the end of season two, when they retconned everything that came before, so it's all beaver, like, just all of the bad things. No, I like that. I thought it made a lot of sense. I guess. But now I can't take that actor, like, seriously as anything else. He's so cute. I love him. I love the guy who plays beaver. I've had the biggest crush on him ever since seeing him in Jennifer's body. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Which actually reunited him and Amanda Seyfried. Who is he in Jennifer's body? He's like the weird goth guy that eventually Megan Fox like mauls. Oh. He was also in Dear White People. He was in Dear White People. I knew that. Which yeah. reunited him and Tessa Thompson. Yeah. Do you think that they're all just best friends? No. Okay. <laughs> Fine. We are very easily distracted today. I know. Okay, I'm just going to let you talk and I won't Please no. It, the show can't be just my voice. We'll see. We should do a super cut of just your voice one day. Please, let's never. Okay. Well, also, you... you would have to edit that. <laughs> no, it seems annoying. Let's not. If FP doesn't snitch on any of his guys, he's going to get 20 years in prison. That doesn't seem like that much for what he did. He covered up a murder. Like, that's a big deal of a child. Jellybean will be in her 30s when he gets back out. That's fine. I don't know Jellybean. Jughead will be in his 30s when he gets back out. Juggy. He's gonna miss out on a lot of the world in prison. Again, he did something... I feel like you're very forgiving of FB for no reason. I feel like you're being very harsh on him. Okay, well, agree to disagree. Go on. He was threatened into... Many things. Uh, so Fred and Archie get a scene. Fred seems very hurt about just this whole situation. He's saying that he uh, he doesn't know the talent like he thought he did. Archie, meanwhile, is worried like about getting his friends. Shot in the chest. That's how I feel about the situation. He was shot in the stomach. Shot in the stomach. Okay, go on. Why are you, why are you doing this? <laughs> 
don't know. This is what she gets like when the mystery is solved. Suddenly she's like, why am I even here? What's the point of all of this? No, I still love this episode, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just being snarky now that we know Gildred's a... She's just upset that she was wrong. She Hermione has an interesting arc this whole episode, by the way. Yeah, Hermione was the best and I was the worst. I'm fascinated by her transition. She's so bad. She's the worst. So, like, the next scene is her expecting Hiram at the end of the month, and she's really happy about it, and Veronica isn't. And it seems kind of crazy that, like, yeah, she came in kind of trying to get away from Hiram, and now she's, like, fully embraced him. I think because her attempt to get away from him just totally backfired and failed and made her life harder. Yeah, no, she's like, actually, it was really easy being the wife of a crooked businessman. I'm really fascinated to see what they're going to be like together next season. Well, we know Mark Consuelos is coming. Yeah, but, like, that doesn't tell me anything about what Hiram will be like. It just tells me how hot Hiram will be. Yeah, very hot. (laughs) So super duper hot. The Coopers are all back together. Hal's back in the house. Uh, Polly's back in the house. They're eating waffles with maple syrup. Uh, probably gonna... not. I mean, maybe they're. I think not it would be. Waffles. I would buy the blossom syrup. Be like, ha ha. Right. Tastes right. even sweeter. It does it though. So there's all the heroin. It makes it good. I'm sure it's off store shelves. That'll be recalled real quick. There's still a board of directors for the the actual maple syrup company, oh, unless you, they I all think, knew. Also, I'm sure they knew. Well, that's just ridiculous. I mean, nobody gives that much of a shit about maple syrup. I mean, Mrs. Butterworth is still like a very successful company, yeah, so like there is a board of directors. I don't think it's just the, like I don't think Mrs. Butterworth is just like the Mrs. Butterworth company. Oh, someone else probably owns I think that it's specific like brand or something. Ugh. Everything is owned by something else, except for the Blossoms Maple Syrup Company. That is its own entity. I mean, there's a board of directors, still a publicly traded company. That's insane. That's insane to me. That there's a publicly traded maple syrup company? That's nuts. In this show, that's the thing that stands out. It's like, you know what? That's a bridge too far. (laughs) Just just a step. Uh... Betty, Betty's like doing the thing. She's digging her fingernails into her palms. She's drawing blood. Which again, it's not a thing that you can possibly do unless my hands are too weak. If you go dark, Betty, you can. I tried. When I watched this episode, I was trying to squeeze my. Hey, don't do, don't do that to yourself. No, I know, but like just just uh, pro tip. Bad I idea. I know, I know, but I feel like I can't even like. It's not important anyway. I think I just have brittle nails. Uh. Betty Betty confesses to Archie she doesn't like them pretending like nothing happened. She wants them to deal with their crap before it all kind of bubbles up again and makes their family explode one more time. Veronica and Archie, meanwhile, decide to come clean about relationship to the others, and they're very worried about how Betty will take it. Which is, like, weird that they care that much about... Well, Betty didn't exactly handle it well after the pilot. Yeah, but Betty's now with Jughead. I, I, again, like... I don't know what you want from them. <laughs> Just the last time they mentioned it, she didn't take it well. Yeah. So that's but the perspective they're using right now. How Archie but none of them, I agree, one of them should say is like, well, it'll be fine, right? Because of Jughead. Yeah, exactly. But. And I feel like nobody, Archie's like, no, clearly she still holds a torch. Because Archie might also hold a torch for her. Which makes no goddamn sense. Yeah. So, but I love how Archie tells them. He's like, we kissed a couple of times. (laughs) 
And I'm like, that's the most high school way. That's not what this is. <laughs> that's the most high school way of describing something ever. I love it. Seriously. And Betty's like, you guys, of course, it's fine. I'm with Jughead now. That yeah, was, that yeah. That was pretty good. It was, it was all right. Sorry, I'm distracted because that's not what happens next. Oh, fine, whatever. You <laughs> uh, had that, that impression. Archie and Betty are called into the principal's office. By the way, Principal Weatherby, I don't know why I thought he was cool at the start of this show. He's, like, really kind of a jerk principal. The bow tie? Like, yeah, bow line tie. Like, uh, he yelled at Betty the other episode for, like, trying to get out of planning the dance and this one. Which is a weird thing. Like, Betty has a lot of shit on her plate right now. Yeah. In this one, uh, the mayor is like, we're gonna honor you two at the Jubilee, the heroes of Riverdale who solved the crime. And Betty's like, um... It wasn't Archie. That was, was Jughead. It was like, <laughs> listen, the mayor. It's so. It's such a weird scene. I mean, yeah, it's it was, basically they're trying to manipulate people and be like, no, but Archie, because like, look at him versus Jughead. Like, I'm weird, Betty. Do you see me without this hat ever? It's weird. <laughs> also, his dad's in jail. Yeah, and was Betty. at least involved in the murder. So, yeah, kind of makes sense. But Archie didn't do anything. I mean, he was there. Yes, as always, Archie was there. But I agree. He did. He hasn't earned this hero of Riverdale status she wants him to have. Uh, but Pussycat's going to be performing, of course. Uh, and she wants Archie to join them, and she wants Betty to give a speech. They are Riverdale's best and brightest. And Betty's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Which is good. Good on Betty. Mm-hmm. Uh... Jughead also tells everyone that his dad isn't naming names, so drama. But there's this great drama. thing where Kevin's like, more and more drugs are hitting the streets, and Jughead's like, Kevin, relax, this isn't The Wire. I know, because Jughead hates Kevin. <laughs> he hates him so much. Hate is... No, he hates Kevin. Go back and watch, I, I guarantee you Cole Sprouse is playing it as a Jughead hates Kevin. Jughead hates Kevin. I mean, he hate not, is such a strong word, he though. He does not give him Like, I get dislikes out. Kevin, but... Yeah, well, he dislikes... He has no patience for Kevin. <laughs> oh, look. Kevin's here at his birthday party. Yeah. The mayor is avoiding the Blossom subject because she wants to shift blame to the serpents because that's a lot easier to explain to people than this high-ranking member of society was a murderer and a drug dealer. I love the fact that nobody else in the entire world outside of Riverdale gives a fuck about who Cliff Blossom is. You don't think? No, I don't think the, at all. The patriarch of a highly successful maple syrup company? No, no, no. I don't think they know who he is. I don't think anyone would be like, wow, I'm so scandalized by the news that Cliff Blossom did that horrible thing. You don't think that would hit national news? I don't think it would hit national news any more than like anyone else being murdered by somebody would. But like he's kind of a rich guy, kind of a big deal kind of thing. I don't know where this maple syrup goes. Everywhere. They don't make that clear. Well, it's maple syrup. You see all different kinds when you go to the store, right? Yeah. Then there you go. Yeah. I still don't think people care that much. Or maybe they would make like a Making a Murderer documentary. But in the context of the show, it doesn't matter what the rest of the country thinks. It matters what Riverdale thinks. Because that's our setting. That's our primary setting. 
So they're just not going to tell Clifford Blossom, tell anybody anything about Clifford Blossom being a shady? It's out there, but they're trying to focus more on the Southside Serpents aspect of it. Yeah, that's not nice. And they kidnapped a child and held him in the basement for a while until he got shot in the head. And then they still stored the body and dumped in the river later. Which is why, again, I think that they are to blame in many ways. But they were all, all of this was because they were being paid by the other guy. Right. But, you know. And we don't know how much FP was actually involved in that. Because the way they phrased the start of the episode is that Cliff paid Mustang to kidnap his son. And FP just kind of was there. FP might have walked in one day and found him there. It was like, the fuck? How do we solve this? And he couldn't come up with a solution. Poor FP. Oh, yeah. Now you feel bad for him. There <laughs> you go. About it. Betty wants to write a, uh, a story and expose to talk about all this stuff. And Jughead says, as long as it doesn't mention my dad. No, it's going to mention your dad, Jughead. <laughs> no, she's really quick with that. She doesn't no, even it's going to mention your dad, Jughead. It's going to do that. <laughs> then Veronica and Archie... I'm going to throw you a birthday party and it's going to mention your dad. Veronica and Archie pick now as the perfect time to tell everyone that they are... That they've... Kissed a few times. Kissed, kissed a couple times. Betty's just like, yeah, it's fine. Archie's like, are you sure? Are you sure? It's fine. <laughs> He's like lifting up his shirt. Sure <laughs> Look at okay. this shirt. You've seen Jughead's shirt. She's like, yeah, I'm with Jughead. Have you seen his hat? It's amazing. <laughs> have you ever seen it without the hat? No, it's weird. I'm waiting for him to tell me he loves me. Yeah. And we're going to have is. sex. Well, uh, we're going to attempt to. We're going to try. <laughs> um, Penelope said this weird little scene. They definitely edit out a lot of Cheryl's stuff. But Penelope and Cheryl are in the heroin barn. <laughs> Barn of the drug. And they're in very gothic outfits in the gothic story. Where do they buy these clothes? Penelope is like, maybe he was right to rid himself of this cruel mortal coil. <laughs> or, some, or some shit like that. Jesus Christ. Warning. And like oh she warning. She walks out and just share alone looking up at the pulley. There's a pulley. That's why I got himself up so high. You know, someone could actually... You could lift yourself up that high, I guess, a little bit. But wouldn't you just drop under your own weight? I don't know. It just seems tricky. I mean, tricky, but at least I understand how he could have yeah. gotten that high off the ground, even if you call it suicide. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it would make sense, because otherwise, wouldn't everyone else question how it <laughs> would be like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. There's a flaw here. So, yeah. So, technically, it's logical enough. Mm-hmm. So Archie and Betty talk about how he's dating Veronica, and he starts to say something where it's like, I always thought... And what she, do you mean by that, Archie? Like, she cuts him right off. She's just like, isn't it great that we both found people, like our soulmates, and they're all friends with each other? It's great. Everything's perfect, Archie. Perfect. So this is the episode where Archie is like, I just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reignite that, the flames between me and Betty. But I, not specifically, because nothing happens. But he's definitely yearning. It's weird. I just want to know what made him change his mind. Part of me wonders if maybe there was like a like a C plot somewhere where Archie and Betty like team up or something, and he's like, "Oh, maybe I do like Betty." Weird. Where? I don't know. Maybe like a previous episode. When are Betty and Archie like alone together anymore? That's the thing. I'm like, where did this come from? Where did this come from, Archie? Where? <laughs> 
I'm sorry, I'm not loving it. I'm trying so hard. I know it's not as good as it once was, but I'm trying. It's specifically only scenes where she's worried about Polly, where it sounds <laughs> really good. Oh. We'll get to Polly later. Yeah. Her stuff was clearly cut out of this episode, and for the best. Hermione <laughs> tells Fred that she fired the serpents, which he's a little upset about because they were good employees who couldn't get beaten up by French-Canadian thugs. <laughs> And she hired yeah. some non-criminal workers. Are these the same guy? Cliff Blossom hired. They're all unemployed now. Everyone is. Hey, problem solved. <laughs> uh, the maple syrup uh, industry has It's really crashing. Yeah. yeah. Hermione and Hiram want to buy Fred out, which also, I guess, makes sense. Yeah. She, it's a little bit like she's worried about Fred and, like, Hiram's definitely going to try to break him once he finds out what happened. Right, which is, yeah... And he's like, you need to give it to me in writing to consider. But he looks mad. He's not gonna. Fred, has, his whole world has been shattered in many ways. And it just gets worse by the end of yeah, the episode. Yeah, no, it doesn't improve. And this is probably why. So, Josie compliments Archie's song that he wrote. Uh. No, this scene's great. Because you know in all these high school shows, uh, any artist of some kind will make a thing that's all about their friends, and it'll be posted, and the whole town will be like, oh, it's great, this song's great, this art's great, this we, we love you good. and your friends, and instead Josie's like, yeah, we're not going to play the song about you and your friends. Yes. The Jubilee is about the entire town. Thank you, Not Josie. just the four kids who hang out in a booth that pops drinking milkshakes late into the night. <laughs> not, not quite what we're going for here. And Archie's like, but don't, don't you think it should be about my friends? Is that your, is that your Archie impression? <laughs> don't you think it should be about my friends? KJ Appa is a much higher pitch voice than that. I love KJ Appa. I really do. Alice and Hal, meanwhile, and it's like a weird how they're like dual narratives, they also compliment Betty's story that she wrote. Like, we're not going to run this. Why? It's about you and your friends. You're too <laughs> close to this story. And it's not good journalism. Wow. Which is... Probably a true thing. I never took any yeah. journalism classes, but I don't think you want to write about something you were in the middle of. Well, you don't want to insert yourself into the narrative, because that's not journalism. That's more like a memoir. It's the problem, because she decided to be a detective instead of a journalist this whole time. She needs to be a detective. She you needs think? to be Veronica Mars. Should she take the PI test when she turns 18? She should. You think she'd do well? Yes. She should intern with Keith Mars. Oh in my Neptune, God, California. Crossover. She would you don't, be You don't cross over with shows that ended years ago, That's though. That's true. You still could. Who did? I'm not saying that you that things have, but it's not impossible to cross over. I feel like it would be. No, it wouldn't. They were, there's a Veronica Mars movie. It's still very much alive. Oh, wait. There is a crossover with a show that was canceled. Wait, Arrow it? did it. With Constantine? Yeah. See? By the way, this season has been... Fantastic. Don't watch Arrow. The season finale looks so cool. So good. Any nerds on this podcast who actually cares about comic booky stuff. All nerds. All nerds on this podcast. Okay. I am um, I should watch Arrow, but <laughs> I don't know if you'd like it. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean it's soap like operatic, but like it's never a mystery who murdered everyone. You should watch the hundred. I know. That one I actually This really season has watch. been that seems like it Insane. has literally all the things that I love. Yep. It's like a wide dystopic That sounds fun. Story. That sounds that fun. makes hard choices and stuff. I saw the first episode, but like a million it years ago. It gets way better. I don't think I didn't... I, it wasn't that I didn't... I think what happened was... 
I watched a screener of the first episode before it actually came out. Mm-hmm. And it was like one of those things where it was like months and months. Before. So by the time it actually came out, it wasn't yeah. on your radar anymore? That actually happens to a lot of shows. Like I watched a pilot of Nashville and I was like so excited. I was like, Nashville, what a show. Oh my God. Gonna tune in every week. And then like five months later when it actually premiered, I was like, meh, you know, it was like literally like that. Huh. You know what show I watched all of? The show on the CW called Cult. Have you seen it? No. Oh my god, it makes no sense. It, it, it makes no sense. You have to see it. You have to watch the whole thing like I did. We have to talk about it. Okay. Okay. No, we'll talk later. You can keep talking. Cheryl quits the Vixens. Which should have been a huge red flag to everyone, right? Yeah, no, she's very she, Hannah Bakering right like, now. It's not that she quits the Vixens. It's that Veronica comes in the locker room... And Cheryl's sitting there in, like, still her funeral garb. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, here's my shirt. You are now the, what, what'd she call it, like, the, the dominatrix, something like that. Oh, God, like, I don't think she's a dominatrix. She, she used some kind of weird terminology. It's like, Veronica's in charge now. Veronica's she like, runs the Vixens. Didn't I already win this title, but fine? It's so weird. And then Veronica tells Betty... And Betty's also like, this is like their girl chat moment. Mm-hmm. Betty posted her article on the blue and gold, which, sure. It's your newspaper, do whatever you want. Uh, Veronica also checks to see if Betty is cool with her and Archie, for sure. Like, for Aww. sure? Are we cool? Because I just want to be your friend. And so then, cute. Yeah, and Betty's like, yeah, it's fine. And then Polly steps in. He's like, oh, gossip, I miss high school. And I'm like, <laughs> you should have been a goth. Yeah, that would have been cool. You could have been interesting. You're not. Maybe she'll go back next season. There needs, she needs, I hate to say that she needs a complication of pregnancy for like good drama. No, that would be this so point. boring. What would I'm you sick do? of that. What would you do with her then? Have babies get kidnapped. Then they have to be born. We have to get to that point. I think they are going to get born. She's not that pregnant though. She is pretty pregnant. She's like seven months pregnant. She can't possibly be. Yeah, I think she is. If she's pregnant in July when they're supposed to leave... July, August, September, October, November at the latest is where we are right now. Yeah, so it's five months. Right. She was definitely You born. said seven. Yeah, so she, it would yeah, take five. four more months for those babies to be born. But she was definitely... She wasn't... She didn't just find out she was pregnant in July. No. Yeah. I, I would assume... Because her and Jason broke up. So she might be six months pregnant. She's definitely six or seven months pregnant. Also, twins are usually premature. I mean, she'll probably give birth next season. She definitely will. It's just how early... And will I care? I won't. I won't care. What if the babies get kidnapped? What if one's an alien? Like we. I already this. watched Jane the Virgin. Oh yeah, yeah. Her baby got kidnapped the that. night she gave birth to him. By whom? Um, it was Sinrostro. I don't know what that is. The man without a face. It's a, it's a crime lord and. Cool. Uh, the show. You'd like that show too. I do like mysteries. Uh, it's not really a mystery. They so, they solve most of their stuff within the episode. Where was I going with this? Veronica and Betty. No, I was talking about Polly. Oh, uh, yeah, they yeah. want to bring Polly to school. Whatever. It's a plot they skip. Uh, Archie and Jughead come home to find a social service caseworker at the house. Did you ever watch, and this is so off topic, but did you ever watch Moody's Point? Obviously. You mean the Amanda Show Moody Point? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dawson had a creek, but Moody had a point. So good. There's this one moment I always remember from the show where, where like, she opens the door and this woman's like, 
hi, Moody, I'm a social worker. She goes, I'm so sorry. And he goes, thank you. <laughs> and then, like, continues <laughs> on with her that's work. That's very funny. That's really all funny. I think of whenever social workers appear in anything. I'm so now. sorry. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Thank you. <laughs> uh, apparently, Jughead is going to be sent to a nice foster home on the south side. South and side. me and everyone I was watching the show with was like, oh, it's Sabrina. Like, no, that's not like, the south side. I know, but what if they moved her to the south side? She lives what, in if he, what if he opened the door and a puppet cat was just sitting there like, hello? <laughs> that would be a good crossover. <laughs> that would have been... Edit very quickly. The greatest thing in the world. I would have loved it. it so much. Um, but yeah, he's being sent to live on the south side, which would be a different school district. And Archie's like, wait, can't we just keep him? And his dad's like, fun fact, oh, I God. have the DUI on the record. We'll talk about it some other time. Also, cash flow. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this uh, this is kind of a darker side of Fred. What if somebody, he was in DUI that claimed the life of someone, and they're the one who shot him? So a zombie shot him? No, like the family of that person. It's fine. Clearly Hiram ordered someone to shoot him. Oh, whatever. Or Hermione. Maybe Hermione shot him. Definitely a man. <laughs> okay, fine. Shoot down all of my theories. I will. That's what I do. This is why this works. It's true. This I is temper your insanity. She's so cute, right? I can't just. I I can't live my life with you distracting me with the puppy just okay. the entire time. I'm trying to do a podcast over here. I know, John. I know. Jughead's being sent to the south side by the end of the week. And I'm, all I'm thinking is, was the trailer park not on the south side? I'm <laughs> so confused. Was, really? Was he, like, in the nice part? Like, the like compared to the trailer park, the south side is just worse than that? Why would they, why would FP be a part of a gang called the south side servants but not live on the south side of Riverdale? Like, that's, that's a really weird thing. Also, why are there are two school districts? Yeah. It makes no sense. Not yeah. even two high schools. This two town districts. is much bigger than I thought it was. Like, oh yeah, this is a small metropolitan area, actually. Jeez. Unless Southside is a different town, but then why is Fred leading a gang from the next town it, it over? Doesn't make sense. Or FP. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. It, yeah. But that's okay. It doesn't need to make sense. We just need to believe it. So Archie goes to CFP. And he wants him to take the deal to save Jughead, but FP isn't going to throw his boys under the bus. Uh, and he's like, yeah, Jughead understands this. Jughead's a tough kid. He can handle this stuff, which is true. Yeah. I agree. And he thinks the servants will step up in his absence, which ends up being true as well. So the servants, not really bad people, just kind of <laughs> sketchy. Well, they sell marijuana and stuff. Yeah, like, they're, like, it's, so does it's a gang still. <laughs> doesn't sell marijuana like i i don't know i mean i don't but like i don't even really like it but what's your street name when you what's the name you sell marijuana as caitlin that's <laughs> that's your first problem I, I you gotta go use a different name no uh what i meant though was i mean we live in we live in california marijuana marijuana if that's what the kids are calling it these days not really that big of a deal so if someone was to tell me that a gang was selling weed and that and that they wouldn't venture into like anything besides the weed selling, I'm like, what well, makes you different than like the Also cute, violence. 
like Hiram offered, paid them to ruin the drive-in. But that's not really violent. They were literally just being loud talkers. Well, because it's Archie comics. They're 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 Archie criminals. So yeah, they're like this is the worst we could do. Yeah, this is as bad as it gets. He believes Jughead will make it, but he wants Archie and Betty to stick with him because he's because like he also knows that Jughead needs his friends to stay stable. Aww, which makes sense. It does. And then the most important scene in all of our Riverdale happens. Jughead eats a burger. Did you see the sexy Netflix promo? Oh my god, it was was so good. Oh, it's on Netflix now. Yeah. So whoever hasn't seen Riverdale yet. Yet wants to listen to his entire podcast first. Dad. Uh, (laughs) So. It's all on Netflix. You can just binge right through that stuff. No commercial is necessary. Veronica stops by and they have this like this short scene where like you know we're actually kind of similar. Both our dads went to jail. I was saying because we're dating each other's best friends. But... <laughs> That's true. Both their dads did go to jail. Yeah, it's like the I think the only scene they've had one on one before Cheryl comes. Cheryl's wearing the weirdest top, by the way, where it's like crossing under to cover both of her both of her Cheryl, boobs. a weird dresser <laughs> for a teenage girl. Yeah. Like, I don't know where she buys Like, it's clothes. really tight, too. I don't know. Does you can't walk around school all day comfortable in that outfit. Are there malls? Like, so Cheryl does not shop in a mall for these clothes. I think it's all online shopping. She gets stuff delivered to her. Which, why don't, why don't she, like, literally buy costumes? <laughs> she like, goes to costume <laughs> shops? Yeah, she, like, literally buys costumes. Mm. She... Dark princess of the night. Apologizes costume. for, like, you know, hitting on him. No, sorry, that makes it sound like she was hitting on him. Uh, for like, yeah, I was like, what? beating her when fists against happen? him. For beating her fists against Jughead the other day at school. And uh, she gives him her iconic spider brooch. Oh my god, the Something one Stephen mentioned. Something I didn't know existed until Stephen pointed it out to me. That's so good to know that it wasn't just a weird choice. really appreciated that. having him point that one out to me. I know, him. I know. She wants him to pawn it and use that to pay for... A lot of burgers and S t-shirts. So let's uh, just say he goes to the pawn shop. He's like, hey, I got this spider brooch or whatever. And like, this best is I can do is theft $75. <laughs> this is from Party City. <laughs> Dark Princess no. of the Night costume. It's, it's worthless. Uh, <laughs> it is plastic. <laughs> oh, it just broke in my hand. Uh, and then someone comes and gets them. Be Oh, I think it might be Kevin. Someone's vandalized Betty's locker. Wrote on it, mm. go to hell, serpent slut. And they wrote it in pig's blood. She's like, it's just marker. And he's like, no, no. No, that's not marker. Where did they get pig's blood? Well, you can ask uh, Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because that's what he exclusively drank, was pig's blood. I guess any butcher would have some pig's blood. Just lying around. Ew. Yeah, gross. Do we know any kids in this town who's a butcher? Any children who are It's probably Chuck. Chuck Clayton. Uncool. Because he's a pig. But anyway, Archie's very upset because basically this whole time he's been showing up. Fred tells him that sometimes all you can do, but he hates how useless he's been feeling the entire season. Huh. Does he? Does he feel that way? Yeah, he does. It's there in the text. Archie's like, I feel useless. And I'm like, I agree. You are useless. Until this episode. He's useful in this episode. Full of use. We'll talk about that, but... We'll talk about that. Uh... (laughs) Jughead suggests that Betty kind of stay away from him, give him some space. Since the world is against him, he doesn't want to kind of go against her, too. She's like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. It's kind of reaffirming love and stuff. Aww. Then Hermione 
has this amazing moment. She's like, hey, Veronica, you're so close with Archie, right? Can you use him to get his dad to uh, yeah, sign over the deal? So she's like, yeah, Mom, I'll sexually manipulate Archie. Thanks, honey. Yeah, that was weird, No, right? Mom, what the... F- oh, my God. Oh, wait, you're terrible. Hermione has... Her arc is wild. Hermione is just a trash person. Just a trash person. She's like wealthy trash. She's awful. She's so terrible. I can't believe that I liked her ever. She fascinates me for that reason. She almost doesn't fascinate me. I'm the just way like, the way Ugh. Alice and her kind of had a like they just kind of swapped spots. Yeah, yeah. Alice is on her own awesome. emotional scales. It fascinates me. She, I think she transforms Hermione based on the man she's with. So if wow, Fred had yeah. stayed by by her side, she'd be fine now. She'd be like not a shit. Instead, he abandoned her, and she went back to Hiram. Well, okay, he didn't abandon her. Let's From see. her perspective. Yeah. So I guess she was going to Riverdale for like kind of a fresh start. Yeah, and it didn't work out for her. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, fuck this! I'm going back to being shady." Yeah. So cool. It's so cool. Uh, Alice confronts Betty over what happened at school because Polly told her everything because she grilled Polly, and Polly's like, I'm sorry. Polly, you suck. Polly does kind of suck. Polly wasn't worth all this effort to get her back. Mm-mm. I have to say, it was really cool when Polly jumped through the window. But she, you didn't see that. No, but it was pretty that cool. That was in your head. It's pretty cool. I bet I bet it was actually one of the most pathetic things you've ever seen, where she, <laughs> like, it, like, took her a bunch of tries to even break the glass, and then she, like, slowly was like, ah, ah. Like, I bet, I bet it would have been really, really lame if you Polly. watched it. I really hate how much effort oh we God, put into meeting her, and then just immediately being so underwhelmed. I just, I feel like there was a plan, and I don't know what made them avoid that plan. I would have loved to see her with the short black hair. Yeah. Maybe she could have even been played by Lily Reinhardt, but like, I know they're not twins, but it could have been like a Twin Peaks situation. I don't understand. Basically, and Twin Peaks are cousins. It's like Laura Palmer and Maddie. Mm-hmm. And they were played by the same actress. But like, they're not twins. They're sisters. Uh, or not, they're cousins, but they look alike except for the hair. So that would have been cool. And it would have been a, like a nice little homage because Riverdale is so heavily influenced by Twin Peaks. Huh. You know, a trailer for Twin Peaks played during the show on TV. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> no, it's smart marketing. No, it is. Oh, no. CBS is Showtime owns. CBS owns Showtime, I think. Sure. So that would make sense. What channel did that show originally play on? ABC, I believe. Interesting. Yeah. So, Betty Betty needs to force a change in this town. So I guess she's doing her speech after all. Because uh, she doesn't want them to ignore all the shit that's happening. And she and Alice kind of go at it. She's like, Mom, you don't want me with Jughead. Admit it. And Alice like, can't answer. She's like, gotcha. And then she's like, that's- oh, also, when Effie was like hinting at something the other night, what was it? Okay, and, I was uh, right Alice refuses about to answer this. That. I was right about this. Was I not right about this? I was right about this. Yeah, you were right about this. Yes. And I want to give you props for being right about this. Oh, thank you. Thank you. But I don't want it going to your head. Thank you. And I don't want to hear for one second that Joaquin might be their secret brother. <laughs> okay, fine. Because he's not. No, fine. Unless he is. He can't be. I he's not old enough. That. I know. I know. Stella's scratching her ear because she's thinking about Joaquin. 
That's what she does when she thinks about walking. Your obsession is crazy. <laughs> He's so great. You, you need to stop. You need to you need to think about other things. Are we sure that? Life. Are we sure he? How old is Joaquin? Do we know? Teenager. How? Well, he must go to Southside High. Oh my God! That's how he's going to get back with Kevin. No, no, he's gone now. Oh, forever. Okay. He's coming back though, right? No. You have seen the last of Joaquin. Should we, like, bet on this? I would love to bet money on this. Okay, I will buy you pizza if Joaquin comes back. Okay. What should I buy for you if Joaquin comes back? Pizza. Pizza? I really so want either pizza. way, we're just buying pizza? <laughs> yes. Fair. Fair either point. way, I get pizza. It's kind of smart. I kind of want pizza today. But we'll talk about that after the podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Cheryl wants to... St- this is, like... There's so few Cheryl scenes. This one's like a tiny little nugget of Cheryl. Where Cheryl's like, Mommy, I want to stay home today. And Pelham, he's like, well, tough. And <laughs> like know. goes out. Oh my and God, just cuts away. I'm Cheryl. like, what just, what's happening? What's she's going like, on? are you kidding? And then we just stay jump home? right back to Alice talking to Betty about how, yeah, she has a secret son. Which Betty is so chill about. Yeah. <laughs> Betty's just like, hey guys, I got a brother somewhere. And <laughs> Rook is so just weird. like, cool, he's probably really sexy too. Awesome. And like, a blonde Adonis, no doubt, is the exact line. And she's like, excuse Some me. Some dude in the 20s is like, excuse me, redhead Adonis, right here. Yeah. Huh? 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 He's like doing mouse moves. <laughs> this uh, is my only thing. Being hot is my only thing. Then she gets a call from Jughead, who's at Southside High. Where Which you, is fine. You know, it's a, you know it's a bad part of town, because he's on a payphone and there's metal detectors. There are no payphones in Southside. I refuse to believe that's a thing. He he was on one. I know, but it makes no goddamn it's, sense. It's a, it's a town from just a different time, man. And so they run after him. There's this great shot of just all of them like coming out of the student dorm, and like Archie like almost slides across the entire hallway. He's like <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to run that way. He's like it's not a time sensitive thing. <laughs> oh, they edit it and they seem it like it is. Like Jughead's at lunch and he's surrounded by bad kids at school. You know one of them's bad because it's a white boy with dreadlocks. Yeah, blonde dreadlocks. Very culturally appropriative. I don't know if it necessarily means I have like, known tough. one white guy in my entire life who could pull off dreadlocks. You should not be trying to pull off dreadlocks as a white person. You don't know him. His name was Kevin Bushin, and my Does he God. listen to this podcast? No, probably not. But people who know him listen to this podcast. And oh God. he did it, man. And he looked great. He looked like Tarzan. Yeah, you With should the know. Tarzan is also like a whole other. Fuck he was a lifeguard. It just it worked for him, man. Oh, uh, why do white people try to wear dreadlocks? Why? Because they don't have to wash their hair as much. Oh, uh, I never feel good about it though. At the longest my hair was, it started dreading, and that's when I knew it's like, all right, we gotta stop this. Yeah, I get a haircut, man. Uh. So anyway, <laughs> uh, Cheryl lays out her white dress. So oh boy. <laughs> Drama's about to happen. The Scoobies get to uh, Southside and uh, head for the cafeteria. They run right through those metal detectors. No one's checking them. It's very unsafe. It's a pretty bad uh, system they got going. Where it turns out Jughead is actually doing fucking great. Like, because he's at He's telling a joke and all these kids are loving it. He belongs... Like, he really does fit in with these people at this school. Which is weird because you would think that, like, a sensitive writer-type kid like Jughead would not fit in with these people so much. But, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, but he's a weirdo. It's a weirdo. He's weird. Is he weird? He's a weirdo. Have you ever seen him not wearing that hat? It's weird. It's weird. 
<laughs> I love that playlist thing that you sent me. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. <laughs> that's like that's one of my favorite memes now. It's so good. just making those playlists. Uh, <laughs> he tell they they're like they go outside for some reason. Doesn't he have classes to attend? Don't they? No. They all just skip no. school for this? They're like, we're going to skip school because we're classes. Also, he's got a great jacket in the scene. He's got like this red plaid, red and black plaid yeah. jacket. Jacket's fine. He's only wearing the denim jacket all the time. I like this one. Not important, but I just yeah. sends that to me. So, he tells Betty it's going to be okay. You know, they hug and it's nice. It is going to be okay. And then Archie longingly looks after them. Right? Oh. He's like, what's wrong? He's like, it's just... It's like, hold on, hold on, Archie. <laughs> she cuts him <laughs> off, too. Because she gets a text from, from Cheryl that says, thanks for trying. I'm going to go be with Jason. Everyone's like, huh, Cheryl's not doing so well, huh? And they're all like, oh, shit. Sweetwater River. And they all run off. They get there just in time. Just in time. This scene is so good. Oh, so good. So good. And also, I'm terrified of water now. I, can, I can't overstate how important this scene is for Archie. How kind of incredible that is. Okay, let's not oversell <laughs> it. He's the only one with strong enough hands. Right. So the stupid plot point of he got hot over the summer, ends up saving Cheryl's life because he's okay, strong that enough. Like a huge leap to break fine. through the ice. Uh, I mean, I think honestly, any of them, if they were punching the ice for long enough, would but have broke they through. didn't. He did because he needed to, because it was the only thing that at, that he could actually control in this world was saving Cheryl. Okay, so. I'm not going to give Archie, like, all the credit, but I will give him, like, some of the credit. Who else would you give credit for saving Cheryl's life? No, I'm just saying, like, in, as a... Like, I don't think this redeems Archie entirely. Like, I do. I think he was in a situation where he had to do what he had to do. They get to Sweetwater River, and from a distance, they just see Cheryl pounding on ice. Is she pounding on ice? I don't She's, know like, that. over her head, two hands hitting, hitting over and over again. Damn. And they, like, call out for her, and she, like, stands up and looks at them. And you get this wide shot of her just going under. And I don't know how they filmed any of this. Because did they actually go under ice no, to film no. this sequence? I'm sure not. Well, they run after her. Archie bolts across an actual snow-covered frozen lake or something. It's got to be real to a degree. Uh, and, like, they're wiping away snow to find her because the, the current took her away from just under the thing. That is such a scary thing. That happens it's to terrifying. people. It's terrifying, yeah. Like, that really is a real thing. Don't go on ice, people. Well, don't, don't go under, either. Uh, Archie finds her, and he starts punching at the ice. KJ Appa straight up broke his hand doing this. He actually broke his he hand. He actually broke his hand. How? Like... Why would they let him do so that? So I wonder if that blood is real. I don't think it's real. It looks so good, though. It does. The look blood, so good. red against everything else. It um, really does. It was, it was such a well constructed scene in general. Cheryl sees a vision of zombie Jason, which is not real. There are I know, no zombies. It, there real. are no ghosts. She's like, just crazy. It makes me wonder why Cheryl keeps seeing zombie Jason instead of like. Wouldn't you think if it was like because go, she needs to actually go to a professional 
like right, well, yes. help a doctor. But like, like in terms of the choice of the show, like wouldn't you think that like if Cheryl was trying to decide she wants to live, she wouldn't see zombie Jason? I think this was that was her realizing that she does want to live. Yeah, like she doesn't want to be dead like her Yeah, that's like there's nothing romantic true. about this in yeah, the moment. That's interesting. I could have used a scene like that in the hundred recently. Character just committed suicide and I was really uh, hoping they were gonna redeem him and instead they just let him be awful for like two seasons before killing himself. Sometimes I think Super it's kind frustrating. of um, I think that's kind of okay. Like I know I've been writing a lot about Thirteen Reasons Why and glorifying suicide and blah 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 blah. I don't think that that series glorifies suicide. I actually really really like Thirteen Reasons Why, but I think there's something really interesting about making a character not like having like showing like kind of like the randomness of suicide because I think a lot of times. There's, there's this this particular poetry. case wasn't very random. Oh, uh, the apocalypse yeah. was coming, and he chose the easier way out. Uh, oh, okay. Before well, they found a solution, that's kind of a different. But also, just like I always like the idea that like people come close and they're like, "Nope, I choose life." Yeah, um, and yeah. They try to kind of bounce back. Though I think that has kind of a there's some like kind of dangers of. Absolutely. Of that too, where it's like, oh, hey, There's, you can choose. No not one's. To. There, I don't think there is a perfect way to really talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Very complicated. One of the better ways is to have Archie Andrews save your life. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he, uh, Archie breaks through, pulls Cheryl out. Oh, and oh God. Ice like that. Like, oh, just imagining being stuck underneath ice is such like and then he like resuscitates place. her and carries her back to shore yeah that's gonna make sure i'll not fall in love with you again. and then kj appa goes to the hospital i can't so like he stayed he stayed to finish up the scene and then they took him to the hospital at what point are they like yo kj stop really punching the ice i don't know man like you're actually bleeding everywhere and like we're gonna get so sued please we stop we weren't there on the day who knows so crazy so weird Remember, remember what uh, Luke said at the at the panel that, that the kids like, aren't KJ really doesn't take care yet. of himself. <laughs> KJ's on <laughs> that. He had, that he had to like call Roberto and be like, "Hey, KJ's sick. Just he's not going to say anything." But so sad. Oh, he was such a such a little trooper. Yeah. Anyway, Cheryl's recovering at Veronica's, and Hermione comes in. At oh right, Veronica hands her like hot cocoa with a splash of peppermint schnapps in it. Smart. Oh, that sounds really good. Yeah, it's really good. Hermione asks what she's doing there. It was like full super villain now. Yeah. And Veronica's like, oh, she wasn't feeling well. I'm like, she literally just tried to commit suicide. Cheryl's just like, I'll get out of your hair soon enough. I have business to attend to later. She's she so doesn't scary. say that, but oh my god. She's so scary, and she really, really, really <sighs> needs help. Really, really needs Seriously. to go see a psychiatrist. Yep. Uh, Benny applies her CoverGirl makeup before the Jubilee. I've bought so much CoverGirl makeup since watching the show. Have you really? No. <laughs> no, I have not. Me neither. Yeah, weird. She's got a big speech, but she's mostly worried about Jughead and how this will change their relationship, and she should be. Uh, Archie's prepping for a performance with it, for his performance with his new cast on. Probably it's going to be fine. He can just play the guitar with the cast on. I honestly Archie wouldn't can know. do anything, John. I know. Anything. He's Amazing. Amazing. So talented. <laughs> Did you see my thing the other day? I was somehow I was like, oh, it's like the world's falling apart, but I'm cold and I don't have a hoodie. <laughs> and uh, Jacob's just like, you're such an Archie. <laughs> such an Archie. <laughs> it's my new favorite insult. Uh, Veronica 
asks what he wanted to say outside of Southside High School, and I'm sure part of him is like, damn it, she remembers. Uh, he says that he wants them to have the same level of relationship as Jughead and Betty. Each other's true love, their um, soulmates. Which, well, Veronica's a bug like head shipper. He seems earnest about it here, so I'm kind of unsure. But anyway. Also, like, are Betty and Jughead, like, soulmates? Like, that seems like kind of a stretch. They're high schoolers. Yeah. I don't know. I can't help but think that that as much as I, like, like Bughead by the end of this, like, the end of their scenes in this season, I can't help but think that, like, there could be better people for both of them. Hmm. Like, they, they can introduce, like, a season two love interest. Like, you know how sometimes it's, like... They start out a show, and it's like they were trying to set up these, like, two love interests, and for whatever reason, like, it just doesn't work out that yeah. well. Yeah, Again, I watch Arrow. Yeah, so I'm kind of wondering if that's... Like, Veronica, I see what her, like, like a good... You don't see any her. chemistry there? No, and I don't get it. But she has chemistry that. with Avocado. She can she have chemistry does. with anyone. And when Mr. Avocado walks into her life in season two, we're going to see... I think she and Archie work... I don't think they do at all. I really don't like them together. I really don't I think, think they it. got better chemistry than Jughead and Betty have. I totally disagree with that. I completely and utterly disagree with that. It's not that I think that they're not... There's no interesting... There's nothing interesting there. Are you kidding? The baby they have... Yeah, will be hot. So it, perfect. I know. Perfect eyebrows, perfect abs. Just... It could actually... My weirdly, it would kind of look like Cheryl's. Oh, God. Right? Kind of weird. As long as it doesn't look like Jason. Oh, that's so mean. I think he's cute. He's probably a model. That guy I had a really whole model. group together watching this finale, and the one thing we all agreed on was like, yeah, Jason ain't all that. Aww. Then I we were getting arguments over who's like the hotter mom. Who's the hottest mom? I think it's Hermione. I think Marisol Nichols is gorgeous. I think, okay, yeah. What are my other options? Exactly. Madchen. She's hot. Penelope. <laughs> yeah, it's... I don't know. I think Matt, Matt should... Oh, the mayor. Oh, she's also hot. Damn yeah. it. Why are you making me do... I'm not answering this question. <laughs> They're all hot moms. So hot. So anyway, uh, Archie and Veronica kiss just as the Pussycats walk in. And oh. Val looks away. Oh my god, I love that the... Oh, also, god. Val's outfit is... Great. Val is the least appreciated character on this whole show. Poor I'm pretty Val. sure Melody, the third pussy guy, Who, is the least appreciated. I, th- I think it's Melody, not Melody. Even, see, I don't see, even know. I know. Okay, so, first of all, Val must be so pissed, because one, Veronica kind of replaced her in the Pussycats for like five minutes, right? Mm-hmm. And then she walks in to see her replacement Pussycat, making out with her ex-boyfriend, which and is Ronnie is performing up. with them that night. Right, exactly. She's performing with them. And also, the song is not good. I'm sorry. And they're I'm sing- sorry. they've swapped to singing Archie's song. Oh my god. I would be like, Josie, I have to talk to you. You're being the shittiest friend right now. How dare you put me in this uncomfortable situation? And Josie's like, excuse me, it's Josie and the Pussycats. Not the Pussycats. So, I'm gonna deal with this. And that's when Val- The E Street Band wouldn't talk to Bruce Springsteen this way. Oh my god. Val should leave. Val should start her own spinoff show. What? Called Just Val. would Just Val have in it? Being awesome, taking no crap, walking away from drama, which is what she does. That'll play great on Tumblr fan comics. Yeah. 
No, they should just definitely make a Tumblr fan comic of, it's like dramatic situation and Val's there and she's like, I'm just gonna remove myself from the situation. And then she goes and like, plays guitar or like goes and eats a sandwich and it's nice. You hear that fledgling Tumblr audience? We have a request. Yeah, I have a request. (laughs) Is the series from Val's perspective. Yeah. Where she just removes herself from situations. (laughs) She removes herself from situations that make her uncomfortable. She applies to college. She probably gets a scholarship. Mm -hmm. She just does well. She, like, lives her best life. While they play that song, Jughead goes to visit his dad. Uh, Because apparently Keller wanted one last chance, asked FP to name names, and... Check it, our FP's just like, hey, both options suck. Uh, but he thinks Jughead... Jughead tells him, actually, he'll be okay. The Foster family is nice. School isn't really any different from any other school, which... I actually didn't go to multiple high schools. I can't say for sure if they're all the same. No, but, but I think for Jughead, who's kind of an outsider... Yeah, he his status has not shifted in the slightest. Yeah. He might yeah. actually do better at this school. That'd I think be a fun plot. Does. I think he's going to, Yeah. Socially, who knows about his classes? I'm sure the teachers aren't as good. FP tells Jughead to be there for the girls for when they need him. If, I guess, they get cast at some point in the future. Uh, Honestly, the relationship never felt stronger than within this specific episode. Oh, Flappy. Flappy? That's my name for FP now. Flappy. Why? FP, Flappy. Why not, like, FIP? Flappy. Or Skeet. Flappy's funny. Let's... Flappy, where'd the L come from? It's just there. I just thought of a much worse name. Uh, <laughs> no, it's inappropriate. Fat. Calling him Fap? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. no, I didn't say that on purpose. Go on. The, uh, during the song, V, Veronica, eyes Archie. Aww. But Archie eyes Betty. <gasps> Drama. Betty, Betty gets her speech just as Jughead arrives. She's basically like, hey guys, Riverdale is all of us. Riverdale is me. Riverdale is Kevin. You all know Kevin, right? Uh, Riverdale Not is Jughead Jones. Kevin. Riverdale is F.P. Jones. Gotcha, now you're all listening to my tirade. <laughs> Riverdale is the South Side Serpents. Hey everyone, this town is a dark side. We need to confront it. We can't ignore it. This is a stupid Season speech. Season two. This is a stupid speech. I don't know what Betty's point is. What I'm is not even point? sure where she's going with yeah. any of it. No, but, like, no. it's complete silence, and then Jughead goes... Of course. Of course. And then everyone just starts applauding. She's like, hey, bad stuff happens in this town. Did That's- she, did she... I hope she stopped... I don't know if they did this, but I... For some reason, I really want to imagine that she stopped and just gave, like, the mayor, like, a look. Her, like, what are you gonna do about it? I'm sure she did. Mm-hmm. Betty is sassy as fuck. She don't give a fuck. Anyway, afterwards, Fred uh, tells Hermione that he isn't gonna sell. Or the settle. Either way. He, uh, he, after what's going on with this town, he can't be outside of this stuff. He wants to be in the middle of it and do what he can as well, uh, which may kill him. The kids grab milkshakes at Pops. Uh, Veronica makes a hero's reference, by the way. She's save like, Archie saved the cheerleader and saved the town. Uh. And Archie's like, uh, Betty saved the town. But I'm like, oh, Veronica watched Heroes? Interesting. Oh, Veronica's not talking about just how rich she is. Interesting. Yeah, uh, she still might be. She's <laughs> like, they actually, Kirby Plaza was actually outside my house, so. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Jughead's like, we had many milkshakes that night. I'm like, Jesus, many? How I many? I finish one Yeah, you're gonna have a ton of milkshakes oh in God. one night? Do these people just care? 
carry around those and then have hot sex afterwards. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so good. Do they carry around lactate pills like in their purse? Like, like that's well. You what? You think they're all lactose intolerant? <laughs> Everyone is lactose intolerant. What? Yes. I refuse to believe anyone can eat them and like consume them into dairy and be fine. <laughs> like just saying, like it's not possible. <laughs> It's a lot of dairy. Many milkshakes. Unless he meant four for four. Like, everybody got one. That's many. I don't think that's what he meant. It's weird. So... So each milkshake is like a thousand calories. (laughs) That's why I'm like, and they're all having hot sex later? It's gross. Shirtless action? It's gross. It's so gross. Penelope, teenager, teenager metabolism. Ugh, jelly. Penelope comes home to find Cheryl is soaked to the house in gasoline. She's like, what's that smell? It's gasoline, mommy. Uh, it's the only way to, it's the only way to like, what, what is it, to clear everything? I don't know what, but she has this candelabra in hand in front of the roaring fire, and she just drops it, and the whole place starts catching fire, and it's amazing. What movie did Cheryl watch <laughs> where she got this personality from? Crimson Peak? Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. Betty and Jughead go back to the trailer, which he cleaned up, because like, maybe he'll be back here at some point. He takes years. his hat off and tells her he loves her. And she tells him she loves him. They she start getting they start though. getting hot and heavy. Like they kiss once and it's nice and they just start going at it. This was the time I was like on board for Bughead again. And then they cut to Archie and Veronica coming into her place and they're like, Yeah, my mom's out. That much wine available? She's done. And then That's they start a bold thing to do. Well, I mean she knows her mom. And then they start getting hot and heavy in dual sex scenes. Yeah. Or, but, I mean, intense foreplay. Okay, but. which sex scene was better? No, it wasn't sex. Okay, well, let's see. We get Shirtless Archie. Uh, we get Shirtless Veronica, which yeah, I... Yeah, they lingered way too long on her boobs. It was a little weird. I mean, I appreciated it. Oh, yeah, did you? Whatever. Yeah, gross. Gross. Ew. It's okay. Uh, it's, okay. it's fine. Shirtless Betty. Which was also really nice. Yeah, I knew you were going to be gross about it. But it, yeah, I mean, they're both Shirtless Jughead. Everyone shirtless. Equal opportunity. That's true. That's true. I thought Bughead... This must be a rough show better. for bisexual people, by the way. Oh, it's just a lot of it's things. It's just... A, <laughs> it's a, I can't focus. <laughs> like, too much attraction going on. Though, like, Colstrass <laughs> is hot, but not... He's not, like, KJ hot. Yeah, I mean... I would, like, totally, like, like date a guy yeah. like Jughead. Like, it's not that I don't think he's hot, but, like, it's not so much, like, the eye candy no. kind of situation. He's probably someone you'd more want to be in a relationship with. KJ might be, might be more flea, fling material. Yes. Yeah. Who's more fling material, Veronica or Betty? Veronica. No, right? I was going to say the same thing. You bring Betty home to mom. Yeah. But not dark Betty. But, like... Just for the record. I would, I would totally, I like Dark Betty. I totally, like, date a Dark Betty over, like, a Light Betty. I think I was more into Veronica and Archie's scene. I knew you were going to say that, and I was very upset with you already in advance. You were pre-mad at me? Yeah, I was pre-mad, because I was like, oh, you're going to, like... Well, I mean, we don't get to go very far with Jughead and Betty, because they're interrupted. Not to be judgmental, but does it seem really fast for Veronica and Archie to, like, be having sex, like... Well, that's why she has that line where she, like, the music stops, and she's like, it's been from from the beginning, hasn't it, Archie? Like... Oh, God. I love Veronica, but, like, ugh, sometimes I hate Veronica. (laughs) Like, ugh, she's, like, so... 
calculated in what she says. I know. It's almost like someone's writing her words for her. Almost. She actually has Roberto, like, yeah. in the canon of the show. She has their guy with a bow tie. It's like, what am I saying yeah, today? Say that. I got you some good one-liners. I hope she doesn't mind me watching this whole thing happening. So, Jughead and Betty are interrupted by the Southside Serpents. My favorite scene. With a dog named Hot Dog. Oh Jughead's canonical dog. From the comics. I love... Who is not a, a uh, wiener dog. Yeah, which is surprising. Cause... Which is probably the argument that Cole right. and Roberto had. <laughs> I bet the reason why um, they didn't do that, actually, is... Because you can't have a threatening wiener dog for the Southside Serpents? No, I was more thinking that it's too small to, like, see. I guess. But <laughs> it's so weird. The Southside Serpents all looking all tough. It's like, down, hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's family. Hey there. We take care of our own. Have a jacket. (laughs) They, like, throw this outside serpent jacket at him. Uh, And, like, he doesn't even think about it for very long. He puts it on. He's like, a new jacket? Fuck yeah. Where am I getting my clothing from? Fucking loved it. He looked so, like, I don't know, the hair was spot on for this shot. It looked great. And in the viewing group I had on this, they're like, Betty, jump on him now! <laughs> like they right, thought, it, they thought it would make it hotter, uh, but instead cool, she was dude, like jacket. not into it. Apparently, the scene was supposed to mirror The Godfather when uh, Michael like closes the yeah, door. Uh-huh. And, or, okay. Oh, now I'm really interested in his arc exactly, next season. Then right? uh, he, yeah, he looks great in the jacket. He does. Uh, Cheryl is like watching as Thornhill burns. I liked Thornhill. I'm gonna miss Thornhill. It's probably for the best. Did Nana? Did Nana Blossom get out of the house? I don't think she lives with them for some reason. But she definitely lives, she lives with, with them. them. She can't walk. Oh, I don't know. I thought she like lived in a home or something. I, I assume I she got that. out of the house. I'm sure. I feel like they that they would have said something like, "And you killed Nana Blossom." <laughs> Terrible. So the next morning, Archie heads out to get breakfast with his dad at Pops because it's the only place where they eat any food in this town. And apparently this is how his dad breaks big news to him. Breakfast at Pops. Uh, so Veronica will call him later. It's like sweet, I guess. She's wearing his shirt, so like, yes, he goes in his undershirt. About this whole thing about like what he's staying over. Like He's a junior. He's a sophomore in high school, isn't he? I think he's a junior. It's still weird. Yeah. It's like... Well, no, the weird part is when he like comes to his dad's like, hey, Casanova. And I'm like, Ew, that's man, your weird. son had sex last night. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, let's see, Archie goes to wash his hands, uh, and, the, and then hears uh, someone holding up the diner. Stuff clamors I around. I going to make a joke about him washing his hands. I don't know why. Oh, come on, gross. It's, I'm sorry. <laughs> so this like, guy has a gun out, and then uh, Archie comes out, and Fred uh, kind of shakes his head for Archie to stay. I that got was vibes such of a good thing. That was such a good scene between the two of them. They really are the closest parent-child <laughs> actors on the show. I got vibes of, and this is going to seem weird. Man of Steel. Did you see that one? Yes. The scene where Pop. No, Kent, I'm sorry. No, I saw Batman versus Superman. There's a scene where a tornado is coming for like all these cars, and they got everyone to this underpass. Pa Kent went back to get the dog, and Clark. Superman, who, like, isn't Superman yet, but has the powers, uh, like, wants to go and save him, but would reveal his secret identity from all these randos that they just saved, so his dad, like, tells him to stay, and then he dies in the tornado. That happens in another movie. Does it really? The movie Tornado. 
Twister, they, you mean? Twister, yeah. They literally go back. He goes back and gets the dog. That movie fucked me up so it's a much. Great movie. Because do you want to know why? why? Do you ever go to Universal Studios in Orlando? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever been on the Twister ride? It's not even really a ride. It's like a show. I don't think so. No. So basically, it's like a show. I did the earthquake one. This is similar, but it's like a standing room thing. Mm-hmm. So, but first, like while you're waiting in the queue, the queue, you watch a scene from Twister, and it's just the scene where they're all in the basement. <laughs> And then the, the puppy is upstairs, mm-hmm. and the little girl's like, Dad, the dog! And then he goes to get the dog. The dog ends up being fine, but then the, the dad gets swept up by the tornado. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fucked up. Fred stands up, and the dude, like, points his gun at Fred. Like, give me your wallet! And but it seems Archie, like it's a hold-up. It doesn't seem yeah. like it's like a... He yells for the money, yeah. Archie kind of runs in, and then we just, from outside, blam, you just hear the gunshot. <gasps> And I was wondering if they were going to leave it with that, because Jughead's narration starts coming in about, like, whatever. Like, this is, like, the event that changed Riverdale forever, which is weird, because that was... You said the other thing was the event that <laughs> changed Riverdale forever. Oh, no, this is, this is when the last light in Riverdale died. And it shows the shooter escaping. And Fred bleeding out on the floor as Archie's over him. And that's how season one ends. And according to Roberto, this is, like, Archie's, like, superhero origin story moment, but I still argue that was the ice, actually. That's his moment. But this is going to make him do whatever he's doing for the next season. I think when he said that, I think what they meant by that was that... It's his Uncle Ben. It's It's his his, Uncle Ben This is Bruce Wayne's parents. He said Bruce Wayne's parents, and he said Uncle Ben from Spider-Man. Which makes me think that Fred is not long for this world. I don't think they would want to get rid of Fred, though. Or Luke Perry. But, like, let's say he's fine. They might not get rid of him. He might be in a coma for a bit. I was thinking that, too. Like, maybe you think... You think he... he, Like, Archie thinks he would die. Mm -hmm. And so he's in a coma and he's doing a bunch of bad things and he becomes too far gone. That's also possible. Because if they get rid of Fred... Who does Archie Can Mary come back? Or would she... She would make him move. For sure. Yeah. Unless she moves into Riverdale. But I can't... Mary's not a particularly compelling character. So I can't really... I kind of think they dropped the ball a little bit on Mary. Yeah. Like, it could have still been Molly Ringwald. It just... They, there was nothing... She got one episode. Yeah. Two Where episodes. was her spicy boyfriend, like, Filippo? Why? You're, you made him up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. He's not real. So... Prom king, prom queen, uh, chaperone, hang from the rafters. Oh, fuck. For the season. Hang from the rafters, I want to say, that used to be thrown under the bus. Right. Did we change that one? Oh, uh, yeah, week? I just changed this. Because that's really dark, man. <laughs> that's a little, like, I don't, like, you could survive if you're thrown under the bus. Okay, fine. Uh, kidnap and hide under the white worm. Uh, Good, okay, <laughs> cool. Kidnap and hide, I'm going to do this in reverse. Kidnap and hide under the white worm. For the season as a whole. For the season as a whole. Clifford Blossom. Okay. I mean, duh. Maybe he should be hanged from the rafters then. Or hanged from the... Fine, whatever. That works for that. Prom King for the whole season. I'm going to give it to Fred Andrews because he's been chill. You want to give... Shouldn't he be chaperone? Damn it. Right. I guess that's true. Okay, fine. Jughead. Like, yeah. Chaperone. Fred Andrews. Though also, uh, honorable mention will be Alice Cooper because... She's more than she seems. Okay. Prom queen, Betty. Mm-hmm. And is that it? Yeah. 
I mean, I agree with all of those. Yeah. And also, a person that we could, like, throw away but don't actually want to be dead or anything, Polly. Yeah. Like take, they, her, take her or leave her, really. How about, just, how about bus out of Riverdale? Yeah, yeah. Send her to San Junipero with Joaquin. I don't know what that means, but you keep saying it. You know how you can find out what it means? Watch the episode. Yeah, watch the, watch the fucking episode. <laughs> Jesus. Now who seems mean on the podcast? I know that smart persona on the podcast. So, rumor mill, uh, for sure, Hiram Lodge or Hermione hired the dude who shot Fred. Do you think it's possible that the dude who shot Fred was actually somebody we know? Yeah, it's FP. You think it's FP? No, I don't think it's FP. Uh, it could be FP. He's in Jello. I don't think it's someone we know yet. Considering Jason's okay. killer was, like, barely in the pilot. True. Like, well, I can't think of who it would be. Right. Some people are theorizing it would be it's going to be Betty's brother. It could have been. um, No, that's stupid. Uh, It could have been uh, Hal. It could have been like theoretically, but I don't think it was. What Betty's brother? That he's like a Southside serpent. No, shut up. Wouldn't that kind of make sense though? Why? Who from the Southside has space in their family to adopt a kid? Somebody's taking in Jughead. Foster family. That's different. You get government, like, Yeah, but he, he also might not have lived in Riverdale his whole life. He's, like, 20. Yeah, for sure he hasn't. So maybe he... Why would he be a Southside Serpent? Maybe he found out who his birth family is. And then he would become a gang member? Yeah, John, this happens all the Your time. Your logic is incredibly flawed. No. No. You think it was just her Iron? No. Betty's brother is not the guy who shot Fred. <laughs> because there's already the drama of him just being a secret brother. You don't need to add murderer to that to make his story interesting. They did something in 90210, which I thought was kind of interesting, where they introduced, it's like these two kind of rival girls um, learned that their family, like their, their, one of their dad, like their dad and then the girl's mom had a secret like, kid in high school. And so in the first season, they find him, and he comes to the family, like, lives with the family or whatever, and they, like, get along, and then it turns out it's not actually the real guy. This guy's, like, a con artist. And then they don't come back to that plot line for, like, five more seasons. Hmm. And then, so maybe we should do that. You, no, they're definitely going to come back to this one next Probably. season. They're much better at this kind of stuff. Cool. So, wow. So, I maintain that the longer-running narrative is really about that land, but... <laughs> I mean, it's not not about the land. There's something going on there. I think I'm excited to find out more about uh, Jughead's plot next season. Both yeah. the Foster Family stuff and the Serpent stuff. Super cool. I'm really excited about what Archie's going to do next season. Benny's got clear stuff going on next season with the brother. I mean, she's probably going to track him down. Pray to God... That the next Cooper family member that they track down somewhere in the world is has a bit more going on. Uh, I'm betting he will be a darker person who will... What if he's just like Dark Betty? <laughs> I think he'll help facilitate Dark Betty. Yeah. Happening. Which I'm sure is what they wanted to do with Polly, with emo Polly. They decided not to, which means they held off and he's going to basically fulfill emo Polly's narrative next season. Could be weird, though. Hmm. 
she's already dating Jughead. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't know, something weird about that. Um, he'll he'll probably also be involved in making her break up with Jughead. Um, I could see this guy wanting revenge on the family because it's pretty shitty to discover that like your you were given up for adoption, and then only a couple of years later, your yeah. both parents. I think he'll understand that they were teenagers, though. Yeah, I just could imagine it would be, like, kind of a hard pill to swallow. Like, I'm not... If anybody's adopted, maybe this isn't your experience, but in terms of teenagers... Yeah, I don't know if you can even speak for... No, I can't. But I'm just more saying, like, I could imagine that if this is a darker character, that could be, like, some motive. Hmm. Like, look at this life I could have had. Like, from the outside, it looks so perfect. But from... But... It's not. No, it's not. And like, they'll make that very clear to him very quickly. No, no, no. A lot of weird stuff is going down. There's incest babies. People thought they killed people. It's a whole oh, thing. Yeah. Maple syrup blood feuds. So I'm like, I'm down for pretty much all the plots next season. Yeah, I'm excited. We don't know how many episodes next season will be. I, hope, I know the writers do not want a 22 episode season. I hope it's 13 again. I want 13 as well. Because I enjoy this podcast. I do too. But I don't know if I could do 22 weeks of it, man. Well, you're going to learn to love it, John. It's a long time. Well, well, truthfully, if it's 22 episodes, they're going to definitely do like 10 and 12 or something. Like, there's not. it's not going to be like... One mystery the entire time? I don't think... Yeah, and I was going to say, I don't think it's going to be a full run through. I think it's... I think it's going to be like... They'll probably do 12 episodes in the fall, 12 episodes in the spring. So. Yeah, that's how these shows work. No, I know, but I mean, it's not going to... Actually, it's usually like eight or nine episodes before Christmas, and then the rest yeah. afterwards with weird breaks in between. But until then, I mean, that's the end of season one. Oh my god, we had so much fun, you guys! I really enjoyed this. We did. Thank you for putting up with so many of our tangents. I mean, the, the less Stella. attention we draw to the tangents, the less they'll complain about them. You know that, right? Well, no one's really complaining. There's not one person complaining that one time. Right, but they're the only one who rated us that way for it. That's true. And I know how, how hard you're taking that. I really... I'm just really offended. But guys, I got a 4.85 on my Uber rating, and that's really what I'm focusing on now. How do I improve that? Do you guys have any suggestions? There's this SNL bit with uh, he's Ansari, about where that? it's him... And the Uber driver both trying to improve their ratings. That's funny. <laughs> so they like, give each other massages and stuff. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I think I would hate that. <laughs> but other than that. Well then, until next season. We love you guys. Please tweet at us. Where can they find you, John? At John Padden. And my blog, Catching the Rye. Rye's what a great pun! W-R-Y. W-R-Y. And if any of you live in Los Angeles, I do... Dungeons and Dragons at Meltdown Comics every Thursday at 7. It's Beginner's Adventures, so if you've never played before, this is your perfect chance. I'm very good with beginners. Anyway, <laughs> what do you, uh, what about you, Caitlin? My name is Caitlin. Um, you can find me at Riley Tweets on Twitter. That's R-E-I-L-L-Y Tweets. Um, you can find my dog and our co-host, Stella, on Instagram at Stella the Mystery Pup. She is currently wearing a cone. It's really cute. It's not really a cone. Well, there's a cone on Instagram. And she also now has a... It's like a very cute blue neck thing. It's cute. It's inflatable. She looks really cute. And I'll probably be posting pictures. Um, Other than that, you can find my work on the internet. Um, Google her name. Google my name. (laughs) Like, it'll come up. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
Yeah. Cool. All right, then. Until next season, goodbye, River Vixens. Ciao.